This is the Jesus Only Speaks the Truth podcast. My name is Dennis Mickey Jr. Today is Monday, January 10th, 2022. It is 1130 in the evening here in the Philadelphia, Pennsylvania area. First of all, Happy New Year. Thank you so much uh, for all of your support over these years. I was just, uh, just did a video. I'm going to put it out on the Facebook page uh, here in just a moment. And I, I just wanted to take a moment and say thank you. Thank you for all of those who take time out of their busy schedule to listen to this podcast, to just really just take the time to uh, to listen and share and and really do the best they can to take Jesus at, at his word, because that's what the whole message is, is all about, right? Jesus only speaks the truth. Thank you for those who take the time to like the post and the podcast, to share it, and, and tell people to listen. And again, coming up uh, really six years ago, and uh, it's it's been it's been really just very appreciative for for those who who do who do take the time and uh, and listen. So thank you very very much. I hope you had a beautiful and wonderful Christmas. I know I did a message right after Christmas. I believe I did. I should have checked before I I began recording. I know I didn't do one yet in the uh, in in this year of 2022. And when I began my podcast a few years ago, I know that one of the first podcasts I did was about New Year's resolutions. I'm in the process of still making my New Year's resolutions. I'm, I'm chronically late, so I'm still figuring out exactly what those resolutions are going to be. But I can tell you this, the number one resolution that I'm working on is doing everything I can with God's grace to trust Jesus more completely. Because I know that that will lead to great things. For the next however many weeks, I will be using the book Jesus Appeals to the World as a primary guide for leading these podcasts. This is the book that I used uh, just a few weeks ago. I I did messages on it years ago entitled The God of Love Part 1, 2, 3, and 4, I believe it was. Maybe even went to Part 5. I honestly don't recall off the top of my head. Uh, This is where Jesus appeared to Sister Consolata in Italy in the 1930s. So Jesus, I've done many messages on the Divine Mercy where Jesus appeared to St. Faustina in Poland in the 1930s. These apparitions are slightly different. Obviously, those apparitions are known as the Divine Mercy, the ones that occurred in Poland. I've always said these apparitions could easily be referred to as the Divine Love apparitions. There is so much harmony within these two messages. And quite frankly, why wouldn't there be, right? It's the, the same messenger, Jesus. And Jesus tells us time and time and time again in this message, Jesus is kind. Do not misrepresent me. Jesus is kind. Do not misrepresent me. And as someone who is hosting this podcast and with the name, Jesus only speaks the truth, I feel a certain responsibility of representing Jesus accurately the way that our Lord wants to be represented. And our Lord wants to be represented as kind, generous, gentle, merciful, loving, forgiving, and every other good thing under the sun and beyond. That is Jesus. And when I took the time just in the video and said, thank you, what I 
wanted to make sure I did make clear also is that the message, this mission of the entire podcast is to make people happy. And I'm not able to do that. You're not able to do that. That's the job of Jesus. Our job is to help be fishers of men, fishers of women, and and lead men and women to Jesus. Lead children to Jesus and let Jesus make them happy. Let Jesus make us happy. I wanted to make sure that I mentioned this to you. Now, uh, if you happen to live in the Philadelphia area, perhaps you're familiar, but my wife and I just a few weeks ago, we went, it was actually two weeks ago tonight, we went to the Miraculous Medal National Shrine in Germantown, Pennsylvania, which is a section of Philadelphia. It's in Philadelphia. It's in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. If you ever get a chance to visit, please do so. The Miraculous Medal apparitions are extraordinary. And if you're not wearing a Miraculous Medal, I cannot tell you, I cannot urge it any better. Uh, I, I'm urging you to get a Miraculous Medal and wear it. <laughs> Take the Blessed Mother at her word. Get a Miraculous Medal. Uh, have it blessed by a priest or a deacon or bless it yourself if you're unable to do If you're unable to have access to a priest or deacon, you can simply say, Lord Jesus, humbly I seek your holy blessing upon this miraculous medal. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. That's what the Catechism states, 1669. Catechism 1669 states a lit, baptized layperson can bless Baptized Catholic layperson can bless an image of that sort, right? The miraculous medal, uh, sacred image, things of that, of those lines. I actually didn't know that up until uh, the pandemic started, and I saw that on the divinemercy.org. But if you are ever in the Philadelphia area, do what you can do to get to the miraculous medal shrine. It was an awesome experience. Highly recommend it. Very briefly, too, I have to mention this because I'm talking about the miraculous medal. I just, I've done messages on it, but the, the Blessed Mother said to St. Catherine Labre, whoever wear this medal around their neck would, would receive exceptional blessings from God. The other request of the part of this request is that our Blessed Mother said to say the prayer that's on that medal with confidence, O Mary, conceived without sin, pray for us who have recourse to thee. And our Blessed Mother will appeal to God. And our Blessed Mother promised that God would pour generous blessings upon our bodies and souls. So let's take Mary, the Mother of God, at her word. And I'm telling you, you get, get your miraculous medal. You will not regret it. We have now entered 2022. We've entered a new month, the month of January. Now, I think I talked about this last year. I think I did. Actually, no, you know what? I restarted the podcast again in February, so I wouldn't have hit this in last year's podcast. But every month, every month, the church dedicates something special every month. Uh, so we are now in the month of January. Question for those listening. Do you know what the month of January or to whom the month of January is dedicated to? And, and if it's a person, to specifically let me rephrase this question. What is the month of January dedicated to in the Catholic Church? Okay, you had a few seconds. Perhaps you're Googling it. Perhaps you're listening in the car. You're wondering. You're hoping that I would say it more quickly, not drag it on. I will do my best to do that. The month of January is dedicated to the holy name of Jesus. The holy name of Jesus. Jesus. 
in Scripture so many times. Jesus is stressing the power of his holy name. And this entire month, remember, Jesus says, if you ask anything of me in my name, I will do it. I will do it. Now, that request must be in accordance with God's will. I've talked about that a lot. I've also said what Father Jacob John says. When we ask for something, even if it's not in accordance with God's will, Jesus will never let you walk away. Jesus will never let me walk away empty-handed. Rejoice in that. Trust in that. Trust in the Lord's mercy. We ask for something, Jesus will come through with something. It, it might be something different. There have been, I've said before, you might get more than what you asked for. That happens too. That happens too. You may get something different. You might get exactly what you asked for. But Jesus will never let you walk away empty-handed. And the power of the holy name of Jesus is incomprehensible. So we celebrate that all through the month of January in a very special way. Now, I get myself in trouble if I don't make mention of this. My sister Kimberly is celebrating her 41st birthday today. And I just told my parents, I, I recycle my jokes if they go over okay. I, I just told my parents yesterday when I spoke with them. It's not that I'm 42. That, that I have no, uh, that, that, that has not hit me, doesn't, doesn't hit me in any way. But what, what really strikes me is the fact that my, one of my younger sisters, two uh, wonderful younger sisters, the fact that one of my younger sisters is now 41, that just freaks me out. That, and maybe I, you have no idea what I'm talking about. Maybe you know exactly what I'm talking about. My other sister is uh, 38. She'll be 39. And uh, my sister Susan will be 39 in February. Of course, my dad is getting ready to celebrate his 70th birthday. That's in a few weeks. Let me get back on track. My ADHD will take over. And who knows what I'll be talking about in two minutes. But I will say this. Let me get back into this message. When St. John Paul, I just read this on Catholic Vote. If you're not, if you're not getting uh, the loop by Catholic Vote, it's magnificent. St. John Paul II, St. John Paul II, he began his pontificate with three words. Be not afraid. Be not afraid. What is the opposite of fear? The opposite of fear is courage. Where do we get courage? From Jesus, from trusting in Jesus. The gift of courage comes from the mercy of Jesus. It comes from his sacred heart as a gift to us. If we need courage, let's ask for courage. I just asked for courage the other night. Jesus won't let you walk away empty-handed. Remember that. The reason I want to get into this is because tonight's message is entitled, Heaven Awaits. Heaven Awaits. We have a Divine Mercy prayer group, and I just read this passage last week. Or no, I'm sorry, I read it two weeks ago. And I saw, I was hesitant to read this message for a variety of reasons. There's other things I thought, you know, maybe everybody wants to hear this. Maybe everybody wants to hear that. I decided, you know what? Well, what happened was one of the gentlemen in our prayer group came in and he began to tell me that someone that he knows just passed away. And I was wrestling with which reading to go with. And I said, that, that's going to solidify which direction the Lord wants me to go. So I embraced what I'm about to read to you, and I read this to the group, and I could see, I could feel each one of them embracing this message in a special way, and I hope you will too. Tonight's message is entitled, Heaven Awaits. 
This is Jesus speaking to Sister Consolata. These words are for all of us. Jesus says, Consolata, it often happens that good and pious souls, and very frequently also souls who are consecrated to me, wound my heart to its very depths by some diffident phrase such as, who knows whether I will be saved. Open the gospel and read there my promises. I promise to my sheep. I will give them life everlasting and they shall not perish forever. And no man shall pluck them out of my hand. Do you understand, Consolata? No one can take a soul from me. Now read on. That which my father has given to me is greater than all. And no one can snatch them out of the hand of my father. Do you understand, Consolata? No one can snatch a soul from me. In all eternity, they will not perish because I give them eternal life. For whom have I spoken these words? For all the sheep, for all the souls. Why then the insult? Who knows whether I will be saved? I have given assurances in the gospel that no one can pluck a soul from me and that I will give that soul eternal life and so the soul cannot perish. Believe me, Consolata. Into hell go only those who really wish to go there. For though no one can snatch a soul from me, the soul may, through, the, through its free will, flee from me, betray me, deny me, and so go to Satan of his or her own volition. Oh, instead of wounding my heart with such distrust, you would give me more thought to the heaven which awaits you. I did not create you for hell, but for heaven. Not as a companion for the devil, but to enjoy me in everlasting love. You see, Consolata, to hell go only those who really wish to go there. How foolish is your fear of being damned after having shed my blood in order to save your soul having after having surrendered your soul with graces upon graces all through your entire existence, would I permit Satan, my worst enemy, to rob me of that soul at the last moment of her life? Just when I'm about to gather in the fruit of the redemption, and when therefore that soul is on the point of loving me forever, would I do that? When in the Holy Gospel I have promised to give the soul eternal life, and that no one can snatch her from my hands. Consolata, how is it possible to believe such a monstrosity? You see, final impenitence is found only in a soul who purposely wishes to go to hell and therefore obstinately refuses my mercy. For I never refuse to pardon anyone. I'm going to repeat that last sentence. For I never refuse to pardon anyone. One more time, for I never refuse to pardon anyone. I offer the gift of my immense compassion to all, for my blood was shed for all, for all. No, it is not the multiplicity of sins which condemns a soul, for I forgive everything if he or she repents. But it is the obstinacy of not wishing to be pardoned, of wishing to be damned. Dismas on the cross had only one single act of faith in me, but many, many sins. He was pardoned in an instant. However, and on the very day of his repentance, 
he entered into my kingdom and is a saint. Behold the triumph of my mercy and of faith in me. No consolata. My Father who has given me the souls is greater and more powerful than all the demons. No one can snatch souls from the hand of my Father. Amen. Allow me to close. A few days after this, Jesus says this on October 8th, 1934. A few weeks ago, I did a message called Honor God with Your Confidence. And I took this line from this book in this passage. Scripture also reads those words. October 8th, 1934. By the way, October 8th happens to be my wife's birthday. She was born 1977, but her birthday was, uh, is, her birthday is October 8th. If I didn't mention that, I would get myself in trouble. She's upstairs asleep, and I wouldn't want to wake her and get her upset. October 8th, 1934. Jesus says, honor God with your confidence. Swear to me that you will always believe, no matter in what state your soul may find herself, that there is a heaven open to you. Jesus then went on to say, No, Consolata, we will not go to purgatory. We will pass from the cell to paradise. Listen, Consolata, if the good thief, in addition to all his own, had also committed all your faults, do you suppose I would have changed my verdict? Jesus then goes on to say, Well then, Oh, I'm sorry. Then Sister Consolata responds, Oh no, Jesus, you would have said just the same. Today you shall be with me in paradise. Jesus then goes on to say, Well then, some evening I will say the same words to you. Amen. Let's honor God with our confidence. We hear Jesus saying he will literally be insulted. He would be insulted if we doubt. Too many times, too many times, we think we have a false sense of what the word humility means. Hum In other words, where Jesus begins by saying, you know, these souls that will say, who knows whether I will be saved? Who knows whether I will be saved? <coughs> Pardon me. People think, people think, I know because I used to say things like this because I was once one of those people. People think that they're being humble. They're being, oh, you know, who, who knows whether I will be saved? See, that's not humility. What is humility is this. We find this out in the Diary of Divine Mercy. Humility, being humble, true humility, is taking Jesus at his word and submitting to God's holy will. And if it's God's holy will, if it's God's plan to exalt, if it's God's will to exalt me, who am I to argue? Right? If it's God's will to lead you to paradise, to me to paradise, and for us to be courageous and have confidence in God, if it's God's will to exalt us, who are we to argue? Being humble is submitting to God's will. 
which is love and mercy itself. And it's God's mercy that exalts, that blesses you and I generously. St. Paul, St. John Paul II began the pontificate, be not afraid. Be not afraid. If we were alone, we'd have reason to be afraid. My friend, we are not, we're not alone. We're not alone at all. Jesus is right here with us. Our Blessed Mother Mary is right here with us. We have no reason to be afraid. Let us call upon the holy names of Jesus and Mary frequently. Asking for their help can be a simple prayer. Calling upon their names and asking for their help and honoring God with, with our confidence in His goodness, in His mercy, Let us remember that Jesus Christ is kind. Jesus Christ is generous. Jesus Christ can take care of anything and everything. Lord Jesus, we place all of our trust in you. Thank you, Jesus, for blessing us and being kind to us and exalting us. Thank you for your divine generosity, Lord Jesus. My name is Dennis McGee Jr. Thank you for listening and supporting and sharing the Jesus Only Speaks the Truth podcast.